Welcome to Best Bad Movie Ever. A podcast about terrible movies and the people who love them. With your hosts, Tom Ryman and David Christopher Bell. Hey everyone. Hello. Welcome to another episode of Best Bad Movie Ever. The show about terrible films and the people who love them. I'm your co-host Tom Ryman. I'm David Bell. I'm the other. I'm the other you person. Can't not be a weird goblin when ah. you introduce yourself. <laughs> I'm David. <laughs> Hi, <laughs> movies. This is Adam Todd Brown. Hello, Hello Adam. Adam. I'm going to talk like that the whole movie. I think you except for right now when I'm clearly not. Right. Yeah. When you're telling us Talking how you're going to talk, way. and then you can get it's acceptable. Yeah. You're, you're yeah. using your normal voice to establish the rules so that it's clear to everyone. Exactly. Adam, I need to know what movie yeah. you're bringing us. I am bringing the 2015 comedy juggernaut Vacation. You mm. sure are. You did. You which sure is did. a remake or a reimagining. It's a sequel. It's a sequel slash remake. Yeah, it is technically a sequel. You're yeah. right. Yeah. Because the the. This is the this is Rusty the kid from yeah. the first vacation. Now he's taking his family on a trip. Yeah, and it's such a delight. I like this movie <laughs> so much. I okay. recommend it to everyone here's, because it is very funny. Here's all right. Going into this, I talked to several people about this movie. Just mentioned it in conversation, and everybody said the same thing, which was, "Oh yeah, the movie was good." I like that movie. Yeah. I looked it up on Rotten Tomatoes. It is poorly, poorly reviewed across yeah. the board. Audiences didn't like it. Yep. Uh, critics didn't like it. Didn't do well. It has like a 30% Metacritic score. Yep. Yeah. It's really bad. Yep. Um, I don't, I'm, I'm on the fence about this. I don't um, understand the negativity toward this movie. Uh, I uh, actively hated this film. Why did you hate it? Um, it does the thing that I really don't like about modern comedy, where it's just a series of bits. Like, everybody is completely over the top all the time. Yeah. So it's like, I don't... Like, it's... it's whereas, like, the first one and sort of comedies of that generation would be more subtle like there's still wacky things happen and it's still over the top but like it's delivered in kind of a way that's a little more not so over the top and not so in your face and so extreme so it's that's, less funny i disagree if it's constantly hitting me in the face with how wacky and over the top it is it's like i don't like i was exhausted I five mean, minutes into this either movie. either whether you're talking the original or the remake mm-hmm I think that's kind of true, where they're trying to just be silly the entire way. Like, I think people really romanticize that first vacation movie, but if you go back and watch it, it's not that fucking good. I'm going to... This is weird. Um, I watched the original as well, and yeah. I watched Vegas Vacation. So <laughs> having watched Vegas Vacation, I can say that the Ed Helms Vacation is not the worst vacation of the vacation series. I almost sure. watched Vegas Vacation. It's not this weekend. It's not the worst, but it, it's definitely there's some shocking moments in it. <laughs> Chevy Chase climbs the Hoover Dam at one point. Yeah. And it's like, oh, it's like it's really weird. But um Chevy Chase is the worst part of any Chevy Chase movie. Sure. Yeah. Um 
Yes. He definitely... And he's definitely the worst part of this movie. I was about to say, he definitely slows the movie he down. He kills this movie. The moment he shows Once he up. shows up, this movie is done. Yeah. Which is um, definitely a criticism. But I in was, this movie's defense, the original movie was done right away because Chevy Chase shows up right away. <laughs> well, there yeah, are could, <laughs> moments of this movie that I will say make more sense than the their versions in the original. One being... Um, the Randy Quaid character in the original is very weird watching it now because the joke is that they're poor. Right. Like that's sort of the joke is that they're just poor white trash. Yeah. And it's supposed to be like we're supposed to feel bad for Chevy Chase for having to be there. And they lay the incest on pretty. Yes, they sure yeah. do. And so it's it's weird because then they do the visiting the family in this one, but they kind of do it the right way, which is that the family that they visit is like, a, a higher class than them and so perfect and they have everything like that feels like they're supposed to be the underdogs the griswolds so yeah. it's weird for them to like in the original to visit randy quaid and and be like better than them yeah um the other thing is that i'd say that the that this movie does better is um the romance the the stuff between the husband and wife because in the original chevy chase just basically almost cheats on his wife right and then his wife just sort of forgives him and, and apologizes. I think this movie fixes some things about the original, and I think that's one of them. I would agree, though, with Tom that like the humor, it's like new Ghostbusters versus old Ghostbusters. The humor, I think, is way more subtle or way, I don't know, I, I, it's easier to digest for me in the original. It's more subtle in the original, but I think the jokes are better. My first in, note is these jokes are bad. You are so <laughs> wrong. Like right from the beginning, the the opening scene where he's uh, flying on an airline that runs from South Bend to Chicago, which that alone is fucking amazing because that is max a fifteen minute. Yeah, flight. he says something like it's right. a fifteen minute flight, and he says thank you pilot. for flying Econo Air. We're actively trying to win back your trust. I love that fucking slogan. And that whole bit with his co-pilot, the senile co-pilot, the old man, who's like, Rusty, thanks for sticking up for me last week. And Rusty's like, yeah, of course. Just because you're an old timer doesn't mean you're any less sharp than the rest of us. And the dude goes, hey, Rusty, thanks again for sticking up for me last week. And then almost crashes the plane. Mm. I fucking love that. I thought it was a really funny opening. It doesn't lend much to the movie. But it was a, a funny way to introduce the fact that Ed Helms is a pilot. Because that matters. Well, it sets up the end. Because <laughs> that matters. I mean, I what, what, matters, what matters I've, about the original? I, like, I, the movie sets up that he's a pilot and then doesn't do anything with that information. I was really expecting that to have more to do with, like, well, he... I don't know, like he travels a lot and maybe he wants to take his family with him or something. And then it sets up an adversary for the ending who isn't just an innocent park employee that Chevy Chase pulls a gun on. Right. But it's somebody he we have no reason to believe he's ever even seen before. And that when he when he runs into Ron Livingston on the curb, it's just a guy that like cuts in front of him to get on the shuttle bus and has a woman on each arm. Yeah. And we see him again at the end of the film. He just cuts in front of him there. So it's like. It felt weird to me to even introduce that character in the beginning. You know, I think that actually... I had forgotten Ron Livingston was in the film. I yeah. feel like that actually would have been better if it wasn't Ron Livingston at the end, just another douchebag doing the same thing or a similar thing. Yeah. Because it didn't need to be... Like, he didn't need to have an enemy. It just needed to be this type of guy 
that right, keeps like, walking all over. Yeah, him being a pushover. Right. But I f- I felt like in the original that I I mean I feel like the ending of both of these the original and the remake are dumb. Yeah, and they're both anticlimactic, a, but it at least abrupt. yeah they're abrupt. But at least Ed Helms isn't an asshole bordering bordering on violent criminal. Yeah, in that's, this version, that's because kind of the. I always took, even as a kid, I always really took issue with them pulling a gun on John Candy and being like, "Run this roller coaster!" Yeah, well, because he's like, "Fuck you, kill yourself, you're right. a bad dad." One, because he's John Candy. You're like, yeah. you don't pull a gun on John Candy. You like, sure don't. Every movie, we're automatically on his side when we see him. I yeah. do love the bit with the other security guard where he's just like, "Stop, sit, sit, lie down, lie down, roll oh. over." Stay. Oh yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, and that's. You mentioned Chevy Chase is the worst part of every Chevy Chase movie. That's kind of, yeah, that's Chevy Chase in every Chevy Chase movie is an asshole. Yeah. I mean, all right, this is... <sighs> this movie, the, I, I, f- I felt like it was one of the funniest movies of the year, the year it came out. Mm. Like, I don't, I don't under, like, the Korean GPS is such a fucking funny, I hate that bit. joke. It's so good. No, it's not. And it's when not. the GPS is breathing heavy and it's just all pulsating, it's so fucking good. That's the tiredest ge- like that part of it was it was new. I mean, where, where else is there a Korean GPS? I've never uh, seen one. Uh, like a, a angry, angry Asian voice screaming in a in a language you don't understand. Like that's but like not a as your GPS. Super tired joke. Not as your GPS though. That was amazing. The tartan <laughs> prancer in general is the star of this movie. I liked the button that made the seat turn all the way around. Yes. Everything about the I'll tartan. S- <laughs> the it, swastika really got me too. Yeah, when they show, they the hold fob. up the key fob and one of the buttons is a swastika. <laughs> and he just goes, we won't use that one. Yeah. <laughs> like, I thought the car, like the car in the first vacation just looked dumb. Yeah. But it didn't really, there the was nothing else going off to it. it. Yeah, there was that. Mm-hmm. Well, this is, all right, this is the thing about this movie is that one of the questions I kept having was, like, why? Um, what is, like... Because, again, I, I did say there are improvements made, I think, on the story. But it's just a very weird movie to exist. Because it's basically the same movie. It's the trouble with the car. They go along, they have bits along the way with various comedians. It's a, it's a road trip They movie. go to Wally World, and it's this. they get disappointed. And, like, it's basically... It's the exact same. They visit the relatives. Like, it's all the same beats as the original. But it's also a movie about how you shouldn't do the same thing over and over again. I right. think that's kind of. I think they were kind of wrapping that point into the way they remade this movie. I guess I, I just didn't get that because my question was that they needed to ha- make some sort of observation. By, by doing the original film again. I wanted to see something like what you're saying, but like, I didn't, I I don't know. I didn't get that from it because it doesn't saying you shouldn't do the same thing again, but that's sort of what they do. So like, this is putting the humor aside, which is clearly at least in this room going to be very subjective. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like I just, I wasn't sure why this movie existed. And I think that's why, (laughs) well, I think, I think that's why I got that about a, a lot of reboots and remakes that happen. I just think this is one that was, particularly well done right i think the reason this didn't get a good rating is i feel like the people this was meant for didn't see it because i think the people because i I noticed there's a lot of crude humor there's a lot of and i mean the original sort of has that too but i feel like it was 
I feel like this needed to be seen by like younger audiences who probably didn't see it because. Well, I feel like it's. Yeah, I don't know what else came out around this time. Yeah, I just know I know it didn't do well. Because no. I found I did find a lot of the bits funny. Um, I, I do agree. I, I'm sort of again. I'm on the fence here because I agree with what a lot of you're saying, Tom. Where it's like, and this is sort of a problem with modern comedy, which is that it's so over the top that there's never a baseline. But that that's actually a problem with modern everything. I think like action movies, everybody's an action star in action movies. Everybody can fight. Um, in comedies, everybody's funny. The whole world is funny. In horror movies, everything looks scary all the time. Yeah, like, it, it's that it's that issue with like modern genre movies where they don't understand the concept of like having contrast in your movie. Like the original Ghostbusters, like they're the only funny people in this world, right? Of serious people. Whereas I don't know the I guess the watching again vacation again the, everything is kind of absurd but it's not so over the top. Yeah, but I think but again, over I, the top. I don't think over the top is necessarily a bad thing, especially when it's executed well. And I think the jokes in this movie are executed really well. I think right. the dynamic between the two brothers is fucking amazing. That scene where the older brother is uh, making eyes at the girl in the Jeep, and all of a sudden, in the middle of Summer Breeze, his younger brother throws a plastic bag over his head. That got me. That is so fucking funny. And then at the end of it all, he just does it again. Yeah. And it's like, and then they call back to it in the final fight also. Yeah. And I thought that was such a good gag because that brother, like that little brother character is such a fucking tyrant for most of that movie. And I, I like the way the older brother finally overcomes it. He, it's not like he doesn't get like turn into anyone else. He just pushes him to the ground and starts going, how do you like your ears being messed with? Right. And the kid's like, I don't know. I don't like it, I guess, <laughs> but it works. And I liked that relationship. I liked the plastic bag because it was just some real Buffalo Bill shit. It was like great. It, was, it was, yeah. Go I, to sleep. Go to sleep. I hated it until. What is wrong with you? <laughs> I just, it was like, I didn't believe for a second that that little kid would You're ever be in that You're not supposed to believe it. It's the vacation uh, remake. Oh, Tom, just, you, you described it as it's yeah, not a it's documentary. A series of sketches. It's a series of sketches. Yeah. I would agree with that. And I think that doesn't make for the best movie. However, I did like a lot of the sketches. Like, um, I liked the Charlie Day bit. The Charlie Day bit was um, amazing. I also thought that that was a good idea that was executed poorly. Like they should. I think the <laughs> you're so wrong about this. Movie. I fucking am not. Listen, yes, you are. The way I have that written down. The way you do that bit is you have it be a slow realization as he's taking them down the rapids that his fiance has just dumped him and he doesn't care about living anymore. Don't have them blow up. I feel up like on we're the, splitting hairs. Getting here. a random phone call r- right before they go in the rapids, just but if you do it your, about if you do it your with. way, you don't get that scream he lets out right before he turns around and goes, "Okay, everybody on the boat." It's so fucking good. I it like the, so I well can't done. live without you playing like immediately. While and the part in the where raft. he's just hanging out of the boat with his face in the water, and they cut to his calm face just drowning. Basically, I fi- I loved I loved most of the cameos in this except Chevy Chase. I think Chris Hemsworth is one of my favorite cameos in any movie ever. The yeah, I, I liked the, I liked the the bit that whole bit where they're at his sister's house. Yeah, hitting the cow. Um 
The dick bit, I don't know why that worked for me. It shouldn't have. Because of Ed Helms' last line where he's like, he just totally came in here to show off his six-pack. Yeah. Uh, like, yeah. yes! And they call it went later so on. Good. It's like, and then, yeah, he's just showing off his gigantic six-pack. Yeah. <laughs> and the way he was posing. Yeah, I think it's the fact that he was just hamming it up so much. Yeah. yeah. He, he tells like, like, him the remote control, and he's like, yeah. you got your volume up and down, channel up and down, power. And it's yeah. just right next to his gigantic yeah. dick. It's it's fun seeing a Hemsworth do uh, do comedy, and uh, the the I honestly feel like losing the Tartan Prancer is where this movie kind of slowed down when they ended up back in the old station wagon from yeah. Chevy Chase, because the Tartan Prancer it's like it's a character unto itself, and it's so full of surprises. Like the when they hit the the rabbit button and the driver's side seat just starts rotating. It's so yeah. They're trying to run from or trying to get away from the truck, and they hit uh, I don't remember which button, but the bumper just falls off. Right. Yeah. Like, why would there be a bumper for that? And then when it finally breaks down and they hit, I think it's the the rabbit button. And at first, the windows just shatter. Yeah, the windows explode. And then they hit it again, and the car starts. Yeah. But then it off. takes off on its own and explodes. I think he presses <laughs> another button, and, it, and then it makes it explode. He hits the same button again. Oh, okay. And I loved the mirror. Has it, so you haven't seen the commercial for the Tartan Prancer. No. no. That they filmed for this. It's pretty wonderful, and that's going to be pretty loud if I don't act fast. Oh, you know, I think I might have, but I haven't seen it in a while, so... Uh huh. Oh, we have to have. We probably have. Our- oh, you don't have headphones. Uh, the outside cup. There's cup holders on the outside of the car. That's amazing. Six ashtrays. Hope you guys like smoking. <laughs> that was a really good line. I don't know why this Albanian dude is just doing karate in the midst of this commercial. And I think one of the best features of the Tartan Prancer, the mirrors that point oh, at yeah. each other. So when you look out the mirror, you just see yourself looking out of mirror. You just see infinity. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she hit a button and it's just moving the headrest uncomfortably forward. Yeah, you guys should watch this on YouTube. Yeah, it's really fucking great. There's a water fountain in the middle of it. Tartan Prancer, give me a pass on land. And then you hear you do it to Shikoni Mraba. I fucking love the Tartan Prancer so much. Yeah, the car is a good gag. I mean, okay, going back to why was this made, though. Because, um, all right. How many comedy reboots have there been? Reboots, sequel, remakes like this? Twelve. Yeah? Exactly twelve. I don't know. A lot. Ghostbusters is the one that keeps coming to mind. Sure. Ghostbusters did different jokes. Um, I guess what's weird about this um, is that, like, the beginning credits, from the beginning credits, they do Holiday Road and a bunch of... That sweet Lindsey Buckingham jam. That is a jam. And then they do a series of funny vacation photographs. And then again, going back and watching the original, it's that but a bunch of postcards. They're just doing the same thing. 
Well, it's an homage to the original, but I think right. they do change a lot of things about it too. But I would have done like Instagram photos or something. I would have done well, a I modern version are... of the postcard. I think they were. I think those were all from awkward yeah. family photos. Yeah, the I website. guess so. Um, it just like I don't know how to describe it. There was the part at the end when they're waiting in line and they do the music from the original of Going to Wally World, which in the original is a spoof of Chariots of Fire with them running. Yeah, and it doesn't make sense anymore in the remake. Um, because right, they're because just they doing do the, the chariots of fire music, but they're not like running; they're waiting in line. That's funny. It's not that bad. No, I'm not saying it's bad. It's 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 just weird because, and I'm talking about the film in general. Because again, I I do like a lot of the jokes in the film. It's more of like why make another vacation movie? Why not? Why can't this stand alone? Because like you said, Chevy Chase is the worst part of it. But that doesn't the, make the, it. The, the a... car is the worst part of it. Like, couldn't they have made like like the movie? The way the movie um, Due Date is basically planes, trains, and automobiles, but they didn't make it a sequel. Like, they could have just made another a movie about a family going on a vacation, and I think, I think they would have had a stronger version of what they had. But that's from this. kind of the point of the movie. It's the peril of doing the things you've already done. Like he's he they go on this trip only because they've been going on the same vacation year after year after year. Right. And it's very clear that his wife wants to do something radically different than what they've been doing and his idea is, "Oh, well, we'll go on this trip to Wally World like I did when I was a kid." And it's sort of it's almost to me plays like a meta sort of joke where you're like, "Why?" Like, just fucking go to Paris. Why would you? And they did go to Paris in the original also. But it's like, I I, I liked that where they, they, I feel like they kind of acknowledged in the movie that we don't really need this, but someone's going to make it. So we might as well make the best version of it that we can. And I don't feel, I don't necessarily feel like a movie not necessarily needing to exist automatically makes it a bad movie. Mm-hmm. No, but I don't think it gets credit for for saying, "Oh, why should we do why should we remake this when you're remaking it?" Like, I don't think you get credit for that. Like you don't for saying for say, "Hey, isn't this dumb?" but you're still doing the thing that you're saying is dumb. Yeah, yeah like, I but I don't think they I don't think they're alone. I mean, at least they acknowledge it. Like that- most movies just don't. And that, yeah, I always get annoyed when a movie points out how dumb it is. I will say the meta jokes in this one, I didn't mind. Um, I think it's just because they worded it in a way that they at least, and, and, at least until the end of that bit, the bit where they're actually talking about it and the kids yeah. like, I haven't even heard of the original vacation. He's like, you don't need to, it'll stand on its own. <laughs> yeah. Like I loved all of that. I didn't mind it. I think I, I think it hit the right around. Like maybe just because it's a comedy too, and they they can get away with it more. With him, like this is going to be different. There's two boys this time. Yeah. Um, I I normally hate that shit though, and I think it's I think it depends on the movie. I don't know. The one that really bugged me was, of course, Avengers: Age of Ultron with the uh, uh, Hawkeye pointing out how stupid everything was. And I think because that movie's trying to be serious, it like fe- felt like a real fuck you to the audience. Whereas here, like the movie existing is already kind of a fuck you to the audience. Yeah, a little bit. Like, okay, the four corners scene when they go to have sex in the in that's the one of my corners, least favorite scenes. It's one of my least favorite scenes in anything because it's it's just you. It's a it's just a cameo fest. You get 
what is it, Tim Heidecker, yeah, Caitlin Olson, um, Michael Pena, Michael Pena, and someone else. I like uh, f- f- fucking Nick Kroll. Nick Kroll, that's right. I yeah. liked the bit leading up to. I liked everything until the cop showed up because I I liked the. The idea, idea that, that everyone it's like was, a creepy yeah. fuck orgy yeah. happening on this <laughs> Like, thing. everyone's going to have sex yeah. on this monument. But then, like, the four cops show up. It's just so you can be like, hey, look what we got in this movie. And then all they do is start screaming at each other, and then they all yeah. lay down on the ground. It, like, I hate that Caitlin shit. Olsen has a good joke in that when Michael Pena's walking up, and he says, what's the trouble here? And she says, the trouble is you're wearing entirely too much turquoise, dream catcher. Because <laughs> if you've ever been to New Mexico, man, is it a turquoise-heavy environment. Yes. That felt like they, they just got the those American actors Southwest together. The American Southwest is... Yeah. It felt like they got those actors together, and they're like, well, they'll come up with something funny on the day. Yeah. yeah like I, it, didn't, it I didn't usually that. devolves into shouting matches. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't like that part. I did like the uh, hot tub scene with the sun... Oh, that! I they think were, that was my favorite scene where he's the wingman. Yeah, and, there, there, and she's yeah, just like, "Are you okay? Do you want me to call somebody? Take right. off your shirt. Show because us what you're working that with." That felt like I. All right, that's one thing I wanted to mention is that when I first heard this movie was happening, and that it was going to be Rusty, um, and then it was going to be Ed Helms, I was like, "That's perfect," because he's sort of Chevy Chase like. Oh yeah. Um, and so he, I think, was the perfect casting to play the son of Chevy he's Chase. He's a likable Chevy Chase. And that yeah. scene is very Chevy Chase, where he's yeah. trying to be the wingman and ends up being really creepy. And just Ed Helms was really good in that. Well, the yeah, I, I, I enjoyed most of that scene. My favorite part is the very end, when he's like, I hope you're not too old to give your dad a good night rim job. Yeah. <laughs> There's yeah. a guy, there was a guy walking up, and he just turns right around and walks back to his room. One of my favorite jokes, I think, happens before that scene, but it's, it's after they get chased by the truck driver when they're on the CB radio, which is, mm-hmm. uh, comes with every tart and prancer, right. and the kid asks the truck driver if he's a rapist, and then Ed Helm starts trying to calm the situation, and first he says, you know how little boys get when their mouths get going. Yeah. And then he says something about a pedophile, and then they get to that truck stop in Missouri, and the kid's like, Dad, what's a pedophile? And he goes, well, when a man and a boy love each other very much, and Christine Applegate just cuts him off. Yeah. That was so fucking funny. Yeah, and that felt very Chevy Chase. Yeah. The rim job thing I forgot because I liked when he asked him what a rim job is at first <laughs> and he just legitimately doesn't know so he just takes a shot at it. Use it in a sentence. Yeah. What's a yeah. rim job, dad? <laughs> so fucking funny. The I liked the uh I like how they treated the red car scene with which would have been Christy Brinkley in yeah, the last right. movie. Oh, by just having her get killed in a yeah. gun collision. Yeah, I did. I mm. thought that was really funny. <laughs> Um, he just looks in the mirror and there's a plume of smoke. Yeah. <laughs> and I re- what I really liked in that scene was the, the use of the music because they're driving and like flirting and the music's happening and then the car just fucking runs her over and the music stops and it's silent for a second and he looks and then the music starts again and he just drops <laughs> off. I, I, I like that as a comment on my least favorite part of the original vacation, which is all that shit with yeah. uh, Chevy Chase. That is like, it's a really weird in the original because he goes skinny dipping with her and then his wife catches him 
And then he like goes to the hotel room and she's just pouting and he's like, I'm sorry. And she's like, no, I'm sorry too. And it's just like, yeah, huh, that was all really you'd weird. Think their marriage would be over. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. And I like that they just killed that scene before it even started in this version. One of my least favorite parts. Uh, I didn't like the hot springs part in general, <laughs> but the it. bit with the guy who had the rat <laughs> on his shoulder, that is one of, the funniest bits I've ever seen in a fucking movie. When Ed Helms is like, oh, I like your uh, little rat friend. And the guy's like, huh? Oh, I don't know him. Yeah. Uh, yeah he's I, just I been walking with a fucking rat on his shoulder. Yeah, that was, that, was a, that was another bit that I was like, uh, like I was like, I have notes. <laughs> like, How do you not like that bit? It's so funny. I think it's, I think it's my main problem with, I, with the jokes in this movie is that they it, they concentrate on being so over the top that I, f- I and again this is a lot of this is going to be subjective but I feel like a lot of them are very obvious. Um, I feel like I mean the rat is a good bit to, so for good. the fact that it, that it's he just has no idea that there's a rat on him. <laughs> there's just something it's the way that Ed Helms sort of sets it up. It just felt real sweaty to me. Like he was like, oh, so what's your pet rat's name? There's something about that. I mean, you would ask. Yeah. If someone had a rat, I mean, it's it's it. Like if you walked in here with a rat on your shoulder, it would be my first question just, or yeah. the first thing I'd comment on. So, at least. Something about I just I don't know. It's 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 pretty nitpicky, I'll admit. But I think something about just the I feel like you just cut the word pet. Just say what's your rat's name? Because <laughs> for some reason, saying what's your pet rat's name, it like to me is like really handing us the joke. I think yeah, you're I know overthinking what you mean. it. I, I do know what you mean, where it's like the writers were scared. We didn't understand yeah, we the concept like, of a pet rat. Right. Or, um, yeah, it feels like it was like too, I don't know. It well, is It is nitpicky, but I get what you're saying. I, and I, had, I felt the same way about the kid on the CB radio. It's like, my friend says all, like, my friend says all truck drivers <laughs> are rapists. Are you a rapist? What but, I then, the, but then the kid wouldn't know what pedophile meant. What I love, yeah, but I mean, it's not a documentary. It's the remake of Vacation. It's going to have some plot holes. What I loved about that part was I thought that kid was a really good character and a really good comedic character. What I loved about that scene is when he says, are you a rapist? And Ed Helms goes, I forget, is he Kevin or James? I I love that his kids were named Kevin and James. Because just hearing Kevin James together always makes me laugh because I hate <laughs> Kevin James mm. so much. And I don't remember if that was Kevin or James. I think it was Kevin. And uh, he says, are you a rapist? And Ed Helms goes, Kevin! And he goes, sorry, are you a rapist? Over. Oh, yeah. Like all he did wrong was forget right, to say over at to say the over. end of it. I thought that was really done. It was a solid bit. And the Chris Hemsworth scenes were just pure fucking joy yeah the minute they get to that house oh that i think that's my favorite bit um yeah. just because of how i'd never really seen anything like it before the the faucet the faucets the faucets yeah it's faucet related that was a good bit <laughs> yeah i really like that just because of how oddly how random it's and oddly absurd specific, it was yeah. yeah and i love the dinner scene with leslie mann I love her talking about how uh, Stone saved all these people by making a weather decision. Mm-hmm. And she goes, uh, Governor Perry said Stone saved 2,000 people. That's how many people we lost in Pearl Harbor. So it's kind of like he stopped Pearl Harbor. That's a funny joke. Yeah, it's I like bad. that. 
And I liked her uh, her constantly asking if she could go back to work. Like that, yeah, uh, that, yeah, felt, yeah, that was good. That felt real. He was like, like not, yeah. not while I draw breath <laughs> or whatever he said. Yeah. Oh, but it gave me meaning, honey. <laughs> yeah, he's just, he's like, just nah. so dismissive of it. <laughs> uh, the the cow cannibalism scene. Yeah, was great. <laughs> Him pulverizing the cow, <laughs> the cow on ATV. And the other cow. <laughs> and the, the cow that comes up and eats the rib while yeah. they're at dinner. Yeah. I like that. I like the part where uh, the kid is talking about how much he respects Stone. And Stone goes, well, the man you should respect is in the chair next to you. And everyone looks at the end of the table, but <laughs> yeah. Ed Helms is to the left. And he's like, I don't see anyone. Yeah. <laughs> that whole fucking scene was amazing. Like that, all the time they spend at that house was it's fucking great. Yeah, great. That's, yeah, that's the part of the movie that I liked. And it's kind of, if I'm not mistaken, it's kind of where the movie... No, because there's still the the Charlie Day thing that happens, which is amazing. I like the interaction when they finally meet up with Daryl from The Walking right. Dead. Norman Reedus is the truck driver. Yeah, who who just doesn't answer if he's yeah. a rapist. Are you a rapist? So you guys need a ride then? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they take the ride. Yes, they yeah. do. Yeah, and which, then, yeah, so why do you keep the teddy bear on the front of your truck? It's like, oh, it makes the kids more comfortable. <laughs> oh, you have kids. No. Yeah. Again, uh, pedophilia jokes. Just don't tweet them. Little obvious, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean he, let's, he, uh, he performs it well. Yeah, it's. Norman I mean, it's, it's a it's a it's a it's a fun cameo. It's it's not as it's not groan worthy like the four corner sequence. Yeah, the four corner sequence I didn't like. I did feel like that was just them trying to jam a bunch of comics. Yeah, yeah, in who didn't really need to be there. And it was just, of all the unbelievable things that happen in this movie, that's probably the most unbelievable. Like, once they start putting their guns in each other's mouths, yeah, yeah. And it's like, come on. Yeah, that's pretty up there. The the hot spring scene where Christina See, Applegate's just rubbing the mud all over yeah. I like nobody the hot would springs. do that. <laughs> this is why I like the hot springs, because they're right. No one would do that. It's a bit. It's the fact that they ham it up so much because it's in the ads, and I think they reveal on a sign that it's not. But yeah, it like pa- it pans out. Yeah, yeah like so I much. liked that they just they didn't they didn't fuck around. Like they just have them get in there, and she's like, "It smells kind of shitty, doesn't it?" And he's like, <laughs> "Well, you know, it's the sulfur." It. Yeah, and I liked that idea of like, "Oh yeah, it's sulfur," and then just him like gargling it and yeah, her rubbing the, the it brother it felt like it. a it felt like a naked gun bit which yeah. i like the naked i wrote gun. i wrote that down this movie feels like a parody of vacation mm. yeah this is a spoof movie sort of yeah which i don't but it's mind. not like that movie isn't open to be spoofed no but i don't think it's trying to present itself that way which is where a lot of the problem that i have with it yeah is it's trying to present itself as a straightforward comedy when it's like, no, this is just we're in fucking wacky land, right? The entire yeah. Time. I, I, I think I know the the issue you're talking about is sort of like they need to go one way or the other. Yeah. Because again, I really like um, like Airplane and The Naked Gun. Yeah. Same. Um, and that's when they're really committing to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but no one does that anymore unless it's one of those terrible like uh, superhero movie spoof or date movie. Like the the the, the modern version of slapstick is pretty bad. Well, and, and a lot of this is based on Ed Helms getting himself or the the people around him into uncomfortable situations, and it becomes difficult. I mean, it never quite gets to that point in this film, 
But like, if you're going too far into like the airplane style, just over the top wackiness, while still trying to maintain that these are you know real people that are going on a vacation, it becomes hard to figure out when a situation's supposed to be uncomfortable for them. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, when are they recognizing that things are weird? Right. That something weird is happening? Yeah. I mean... Go ahead. Aren't we talking about a movie where they strap the grandmother to the roof of the car? Yes. Yes. In the original? And then they Mm -hmm. just leave her. And then just drive with her and just leave her. Leave her on the porch. They also chain a dog to the bumper of the car. The dog bit is great because it's... Dark. I don't think the dog bit is over the top. I think the dog bit is something that has happened 1,000% before. Yeah, the dog Probably, bit, what yeah. makes the dog bit good is the, is the, the, cop. Is, is the cop and yeah. just how fucking dark it yeah. is of him describing like I think he tried to guy. keep up with yeah. you for the first mile or so. Yeah. <laughs> and the fact that he's like trying to act sad, but he hated that he dog. He hated that dog, yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, the, the original had some pretty over the top moments i mean as well the yeah. original is basically one man's descent into madness yeah and it's him yeah. like he steals from the hotel like he increasingly gets crazier and crazier mm-hmm. and it's weird what makes it weird is the family just sort of passively going along with it all yeah um like they're basically his hostage um yes and so it's like it, it's over it's oddly it definitely doesn't feel like reality watching it again because of that reason, because it's just... And this version doesn't do that. Like, the, it gets to a point in this version where Ed Helms is like, all right, we're just going to fucking go to the airport and well, these are the stop things doing this. I, and, the, and it's the kids and the wife that are like, no, let's keep going. This is where I wish. This is why I wish it was more honed in some sort of message, like what they were trying to say. Because there were things like when they all just have a family fight. Um I loved that idea that they all just start kicking this guy's ass and like. This, you mean at the at the, the roller at the coaster end. line? Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the, like the stuff like that. I liked. I liked that. I actually thought it was kind of sweet. Oh like yeah. Like when when they're on the ride and they're like, yeah, and it's like a victory. Um, I hated. Just, I hated the ending. Like I hated that the roller coaster. St- I would have rather it just been yeah, yeah, they like a cheesy they fucking win. ending. They should have got their ride. Go to the yeah. credits from that. Yeah, which is what the original sort of does. Yeah. Um, but again, I think that's where they're trying to allude to the fact that just doing the same thing over and hoping it right. goes better this time isn't necessarily the best course of I action. I just wish there was more to it than that. Um, yeah. I wish like they had learned some sort of lesson. Like It just feels like it wasn't like if you're gonna, and this is a general criticism, if you're gonna reboot something or remake something, I feel like you should think of a reason why you're doing it besides just doing it again, um, in a way that's like clever and that really like says something maybe about the original, like the stuff where we're talking about the the red car getting smashed. Yeah, it's not obvious, but I do like that idea of them saying that wasn't a good part of the original and right. getting rid yeah. of it. But they don't really point that out that strongly but i don't i feel like if they did really point it out we'd be like oh that was a little on the nose yeah They're going a little too far trying yeah, to point yeah, that that's out. true i guess just i don't know i do like that ed, ed helms as rusty is a more likable person yeah yeah because the I liked- chevy chase scene wore me the fuck out yeah as soon as i saw him i was like no <laughs> the i note, did the note i wrote down about that is man chevy chase gave up yeah he did oh. <laughs> he just gave up he really did Ugh. Um, I do like, even though it doesn't come into play, Rusty being a pilot, because I liked the idea that they went on all these vacations as kids, and then he grows up to be a pilot. Mm-hmm. 
But again, they don't do anything with that. Yeah, they don't really do I guess this is a, a comparison I was thinking of is um, the reboot of the X-Files, um, which also se- seemed sure. unnecessary. Yeah. And then I watched it, and they had a great episode about Mulder and social media and the fact that, like, everything's a hoax now. And, like, like the idea of Mulder modern. Like, they, they make him, like, one of his allies is basically the world's Alex Jones, where yeah. you realize that if Mulder was around now, he wouldn't – he'd be a conspiracy nut, which is not – a good thing to be anymore. Yeah, the internet would be terrible for Mulder. Yeah, and there's a line Scully says, the internet is terrible for you, Mulder, in, <laughs> in the episode. And so the idea is that they took something that had existed a while ago and they modernized it and they said, like, what what would this be now? Um, what can we say about that scenario now? And I guess this movie doesn't really do that. It never felt like we're going to take the vacation story and we're going to reboot boot it and like say something about doing that. Well, and they didn't I liked also that they didn't do that weird thing like when when the older brother gets to talk to the girl he's sort of been flirting with the entire time. He doesn't do the 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 Chevy Chase bit where he tells some exaggerated lie about himself. Right. He's just like yeah, no, we're on this crap trip. Yeah, my guitar got stolen. Oh, yeah, that weird guy was my dad. He was trying to be my wingman. Like, I was like, oh, that's nice. Like, yeah, he's not yeah. doing a, a bit about, like, you know. The, in the original, it's I own the hotel. Yeah. Um, like, yeah. He, I think there's a bit in every single vacation movie where he lies right. to some woman he's trying to impress. Right. Which, again, is really weird. Although, I do, that's the one thing I liked about um, Vegas Vacation. It's it's the wife that time with, um, what's his name? I want to say Wayne Newton. One of the, yeah, one it's, some, Wayne, it's Wayne Newton. It's Wayne Newton, it's Wayne and, Newton. And the whole thing is that he's like hardcore hitting on her. Yeah. And it's and it's Chevy Chase cannot fucking uh, compare. Yeah, that was a, that's, a, that's a decent bit in the stupid yeah. Vegas vacation. Yeah, I, d- I liked, I loved the fight scene at the end. I didn't love the ending of the movie in general, but the mm-hmm. fight scene I thought was just fucking adorable. I love that they call back to the plastic bag again. I like that. I like the song choice, "Crown on the Ground" by Sleigh Bells. Anyone? Anyone? <laughs> Good use of "Crown on the Ground" by Sleigh Bells. If I'm Solid. being completely you. honest, I believe you. They're a great band. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just I've I own this movie. I've watched it a minimum of ten times, possibly okay. more than that. That's fair. I think that's above average for most people. Yeah. I think most and I don't, people have I don't watched... even own a Blu-ray player or a DVD player, right. so I just own it on like Amazon. Sure, but I think I've I watch it enough that I got tired of renting it. I think the average person has watched this movie about like point seven times, like not even. That's a full really all time. you need. You really just need to watch like the first two thirds of it, which yeah, I true. think are really effective. And then it just, I do think it kind of falls apart when Chevy Chase shows up. Like I was bummed that they go back in the original fucking station wagon. I didn't need that. Yeah. Because the Tartan Prancer was such a such an upgrade in terms of comedy from that original car. See, again, they could have made an observation where they like started with the original car and then they were like, "You know what? Fuck this." Like they they could have done, I don't know. They it they they weren't saying anything by bringing back the original car and bringing back Chevy Chase no, except like, for Hey, here it is. Hey, yeah, here it is. Yeah. They should have brought back Randy Quaid. That's what they, they should really have done. should. I think he was busy hiding out in Canada. I know. It would have been great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they could have just put him on camera and said, like, do your thing, Randy Quaid. Yeah. Tell us what you think. Yeah. Look directly still, into the still camera. Work. Yeah. Yeah. Poor it would have Randy just been Quaid. the exact same character. Man, he's had a rough go of things. We follow each other on Twitter. Mm, very nice. Yeah. yeah. I hope that 
you're in his inner circle. He, yeah, yeah, I am. I hope that group doesn't start following you now. Yeah, he's been tweeting um, him saying Trump quotes with just close up of his face and bright lights flashing strobe on light, strobing yeah. on his face while he s- says Trump quotes in really sinister ways. And I have no idea why he's doing it, but I I fucking love it. Yeah. It's good content. Yeah. It's real good content. I can't believe that guy's still alive. Right? Yeah. What's happening? It's really crazy. Mm. So, yeah. Um, do you have any closing thoughts on the film? I just, I honestly do believe this is one of the funniest films in recent memory. I just think the jokes are so fucking good. And I know we... Uh, completely disagree on that but yes i don't think any minds were changed today no i i, I, I like en- oh go ahead i was just gonna say i enjoyed it um i don't feel passionate about it in either direction like you two um i would maybe watch it again in the future i don't know i like the writer directors uh one is john francis daly and yeah I forget the other guy but i think they also did game night which i really liked i haven't seen yeah game night they did a they've done a bunch of movies i think yeah. they wrote yeah game the Night first horrible great. bosses i'm not yeah. sure if they did both they did horrible oh, yeah, bosses horrible Bosses one. was fun yeah so the team the the movie writing team that brought you those movies right also brought you the vacation remake that's why the jokes are so good the original of course this i totally forgot fucking john hughes and harold ramus yes that's a hell of a fucking team it's based on a short story that he wrote for National Lampoon. Right. About that makes sense. His, yeah, I think it's called Vacation 58. It's about his dad taking his family on vacation. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. I liked I, I I just genuinely enjoy this movie. I can t- I can tell. As a as a comedian, I feel I find the jokes just incredibly effective. <laughs> and that's all. It's fair. That that's is fair. perfectly fair. Um to- I got nothing. Yeah. I wish everyone could to, see how uh, dramatically I grabbed the fan off the did. table. You yeah, did. Really, really, he's, he's really making a statement. I thought you were going to drop Vacation. the fan. Vacation! Throw it over yeah. my shoulder. Breaks on the wall behind me. <laughs> <laughs> just hear it go through the window. Shards of plastic fan in my hair. Just kidding. I don't you have enough hair for that. You got notes on that joke, motherfucker! <laughs> yeah, we All just right. did not agree, and that's fine. <laughs> That's going to happen. Sometimes we won't agree. I Sometimes think, you'll be wrong. I think this show is oh, best when <laughs> there's actual like disagreement, right? It's hard to disagree about a comedy is the thing. Well, this shit, it's like horror. It's very subjective. Mm. It's, it's what, it, it either works for you or it doesn't. It tickles yeah. you or not. Um, and a lot of this shit tickled me. I, I have issues with the film existing in general um, and problems with modern comedy in general. Yeah. That isn't any different for this film but I, I, I liked when she smeared the poop on her face i don't know <laughs> sure fuck and it. he comes up out of the water with another ear on his ear <laughs> i forgot about that that part yeah, was pretty see, good i like that oh man and all then, right and then the little kid's like i found a dart there's a fucking hypodermic <laughs> needle at his brother yeah it's, uh, it's, fun. it's a funny movie all yeah. right so we have anything to plug go check out our patreon gameplay unemployed yeah do that um, you, you, would yeah, you like to plug, you plug anything on your network, Adam? Nah. Okay. <laughs> Check good. out Best Bad Movie Ever. Check out Tom and Dave's Patreon. Okay. Thanks, buddy. All right. All right, buddy. Bye. 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 Bye.